Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I discuss geocaching and my adventures with it. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Geocache Adventures Facebook page. You can also sign up for the Geocache Adventures newsletter, which features upcoming episode information, behind the scenes articles, and other fun articles and information. This interview was recorded using Zoom and may sound different than other podcast audio. Hello everybody, Amy Shadow Dragon One here, and I am with Nancy Ronan, geocacher and children's author of the book Comet Goes Geocaching. Thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you, Amy. I'm where Comet and I are both happy to be here. <laughs> yes, Mr. Comet's sitting in on this too. It's nice to meet you, Comet. Never met a famous dog before. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> meeting people, so. <laughs> likes it better in person than on zoom but that's okay yes i think most of us do <laughs> so can i ask what is your geocaching name to start okay. so uh my geocaching name is three video sisters and we started our account it's um my daughters had a youtube channel i have three daughters so their youtube channel name was three oh, okay. so that is how we got our caching name um, yeah, and they, they, they used to do a lot of videos, but not, not as many now that they're older and all kind of living in separate areas. Right. Makes sense. So how did you get started in the geocaching? So I think I saw an article in maybe Family Fun Magazine back in 2010, and I thought, oh, that's sounds like a fun family activity. So for my youngest daughter's birthday that summer, we you know bought a, a handheld GPS and we we did a few geocaches and we were like, oh yeah, this was fun. And then we kind of put the GPS away and didn't do anything for a couple of years. And then they came out with, I think maybe we got smartphones or discovered the geocaching app. So we said, oh, there's an app. Let's try it again. And we still didn't do it a whole lot. If we were on vacation somewhere, we said, oh, let's see if there's a geocache here. And we would, you know, maybe get a, get a few. Um, fast forward to Comet. So when Comet was uh, about a year old, which would have been five years ago, so like 2016, I used to walk him a lot and we would go on bike paths. And in the process of going on the bike paths, we would always, um, or we, Tom and I, I would bring a trash bag. So we would start picking up trash along the, the, our, our walks. And I said, oh, I wonder if there's any geocaches, you know, on this bike path. And of course there was, because there's always geocaches on bike paths. So we started doing some geocaches and then I started going to places specifically with Comet to find geocaches. So it wasn't just like, oh, by chance, let's see if there's some here. It's like, all right, let's go geocaching. It became so, intentional after that. Right. You know, and, and the girls, they would come with me occasionally, but it was more, you know, Comet and I would, would do it. So how long have you been geocaching now? Um, so we opened our account in 
August of 2010. Okay. Um, but when I started geocaching with Comet um, in May of 2016, we maybe only had a hundred finds or maybe not even that many. So then we, we now, um, since then, right now I'm at uh, 1,129. I was gonna try one to get one today because I like <laughs> even numbers, but I didn't, uh, I didn't do that. Um, so we, a couple years ago with the big um, 1,000 find achievement, which was a lot of fun. Um, brought a little bottle of champagne. I was, I was with one of my friends who at that time I was cashing with a lot. Um, I brought a little, two little bottles of champagne <laughs> and it was a nice, beautiful hike. Um, and we found it and I had Comet with me, of course, and my other dog, Clementine. And, uh, you know. Oh, that's fun. Photo might be in the book. Comic <laughs> geocaching, the photo <laughs> with our little sign and a thousand and the two dogs. In the past couple of years, I've been doing other things more than caching, but recently um, we've been doing it more again. We kind of took a little break um, and we're, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready to <laughs> meet up with some old friends again and make some new friends and, and get out there more. Sounds like a good plan. So for those that aren't familiar with the book, can you give us just sort of a brief overcap of Comet Goes Geocaching and what Comet, it is? Comet Goes Geocaching is a children's book. It is um, a picture book, but it's all photos. The pictures are all photos, um, of mostly of Comet um, and his little sister Clementine, who's also a golden retriever. She's four and Comet just turned six. Um, and it tells about Comet's, a little bit about what geocaching is and Comet's adventures with geocaching and, and has pictures of some of the cache containers we found and swag that he likes. Um, and it's, it's geared, I would say, younger children preschool through second grade although you know older children would like to you know look at the pictures because who doesn't like seeing pictures of dogs oh the pictures are great i i especially love the very first one when you open it up and there's comet with the teddy bear that <laughs> is so adorable <laughs> pretty photogenic and as you could tell i do take a lot of pictures <laughs> of him and he will i will just tell him stay sit and he will pose he'll you know i could put anything i want like for him to hold in his mouth and he'll stay there with it in his mouth see my dogs won't do that i can't get a good photo of one of them at a time half the time let alone all three of them <laughs> same photo <laughs> the clementine she's not as interested in taking photos she will sit there and not look happy <laughs> you know, exploring and you know chasing chipmunks and whatnot swimming getting dirty um but comet he he's happy to to pose smile if i say you know comet smile he, he does smile. smile in the pictures it is it is adorable he's very photogenic 
what made you decide to do photos instead of illustrations? Was it just because you had photos and didn't want to find an illustrator or was, was well, there something more to it? A little, a little more background on like why I made the book. Um, Comet is a certified therapy dog. He's a bright spot therapy dog and he's also a reading buddy. So we go, well, pre-COVID, we go weekly to our local elementary school and preschool, kindergarten, first, second graders will read to Comet. So part of our, pro, part of our program with the therapy dog organization is we made books about the dogs so that the kids could read the, you know, Comet, a book about Comet. Oh, that's cute. Comet. Um, and we, we did that through Shutterfly. So it was all like photos and oh. books. So the original Comet Goes Geocaching book um, was a hardcover book. There was a few more photos. Those are pretty expensive to, you can't really mass produce those. Right. Um, so one of my daughters had recently wrote a book herself and she's very familiar now with the Amazon um, self-publishing. So mm -hmm. for Mother's Day, she said, you know, we had been talking about how I wanted to, to get Comet's book so that his kids at school could have it at home since he hasn't seen um. them for so long. Um, so she um, formatted it to work in the Amazon self-publishing. So she kind of took my hardcover book wow. and, and reformatted it um, so that we could, you know, have it available on Amazon. And I have lots of ideas for <laughs> books. So the reason why I picked geocaching, Comic Goes Geocaching, I had a lot of photos. I wanted to do something a, a little different than some of the other books. I didn't want it just to be, you know, this is Comet, you know, he, he gets dirty. I mean, there's some of that in there that kind yeah. of describes what he does and his sister and, and, you know, he likes to get dirty and he likes to go in the snow. And, um, but I thought it would be a nice, nice thing to teach the kids about geocaching. Yeah. And now yeah. it's available to families. Um, they see, oh, that sounds fun. Can you, you know, maybe we should try that. And that, that happened with my grand nephew. He had one of the early copies of the book and he's eight. So he read the book and then my nephew sent me a little video of, you know, his son reading the book and that he said, oh, I think we're gonna have to go on a geocaching adventure this weekend. And they had, my nephew had geocached with us that very first um, like week when we had first signed up back in 2010, but he hadn't really geocached at all since then. So I let them use my account and they went, I kind of did a little search in their area there in Maryland. And I said, oh, this looks like it would be a good one. Cause I was trying to find one that was, as you know, with your son, <laughs> a container that wasn't yeah key box that's like oh what you know what's this so I was trying to find one that could possibly have some swag in it or was large enough that they could find without him getting frustrated so you know I, I gave the information to my nephew and sure enough 
The next day, he sends me a picture of my nephew, and, and there was a little toy car in the cash. So Aww. he was thrilled, and now they're all like, he got his own premium membership now, and they're all, <laughs> all excited about it. So that made me, um, you know, that's kind of my goal is, is get families, kids outside. <laughs> kids outside. Yeah. Off the, phones, off the you know, computers. Yeah, that's hard to do these days, especially yeah. with a lot of people doing virtual learning yeah. stuff right now. And even my son goes in person, but they still use the tablets and things a lot, which, you know, it can be a great tool, but then he comes home and that's what he wants to do is I, I want to play a video game. I want to yeah. go outside, go read, go read your books, go do something else. And it takes a little coaxing, but he will go, go do something else. But yeah, what a neat way to introduce kids to geocaching with this story of Comet. And then it's for kids learning to read. It's, it's a perfect book. Yeah. And they, it's, you know, each, each caption or each sentence on, it's just like one sentence on each page that correlates to the, the photo. Um, easy, easy to, to, to read, I think the, you know, probably the hardest word in the book would be geocaching, <clears throat> um, you know, but it's geared towards beginner readers or early readers. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a really neat story taking, being a therapy dog and a geocaching pup, finding a way to combine those two to help the kids with reading and now it's introducing people into geocaching. Have you gotten any other stories from people that have contacted you saying, hey, we, we found your book and now we're trying geocaching? I did have a couple of my <laughs> local friends that when I um, first put that on there and I, we, just, we just hit a new cache called Comico's Geocaching. And so I had put something on Facebook about that, but of course it wasn't published yet. I have another cache that I hid a couple years ago called Comets Cache. So I had someone saying, look, oh, we, you know, we lost cell service and the area where it is doesn't have great cell service and like we couldn't find it. So that one family, they like immediately went out trying to find it. They were, I think I'll probably go with them one day. I'll, I'll offer to go with Comet and go <laughs> geocaching with them. Um, so a, a couple families right off the bat who never geocached before are interested. Um, we are going to be going to a geocaching event um, coming up in a couple weeks. There's a, a town in the, I'm not sure if it's the town or the parks department there, is putting on a geocaching 101. Oh. Like for families. Yeah. The geocacher who I think who's working with them, who has also created an event for, you know, for us geocachers. So the park department is going to have, um, there's going to be some new caches hid, but then there's also going to be sample caches, isn't really the word I want, but like practice ones. Okay. So they can kind of see what it's about. Um, so Common and I are going to go, we're going to donate a couple books. I don't know if they're going to do a raffle or um, we're working on some swag to bring for Comet to hand out. My friend oh. is 
she's making these little glass magnets. I don't have one here, but um, like the picture from the cover of the book, I made some little um, square business cards. So the front of the business card is the front of the book and the back of the business card has information, you know, like Comico's geocaching is available, blah, mm -hmm. blah. but it also has his trackable number. So people can oh. discover Comet on his trackable page. Oh, uh, fun. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the screenshot of that. But so off out of that business card, she took the, the, just his little face and she makes these magnets. So it's like a glass dome almost. And the little picture is glued to the bottom of it and then the magnet on the back. So oh. she's make a bunch of those for me so we can just hand out to any of the, the kids or grown-ups. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. That we meet along the way. We can have a little swag. And, you know, we've been dropping those, um, the business cards and caches. So. Now, will Comet be signing autographs at the event? I'm, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out how that's going to work. He will happily pose for photos. <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about that, whether I do an ink pad, you know, he can do a paw print, but then I'm worried he's going to kind of like smear it and then it's going to make a mess. I debated um, taking an ink, like ink pad impression of his, paw and mm. then having it turned into like a rubber stamp. Oh, that's a neat idea. Yeah. So it would be his paw, but it wouldn't actually him be doing his, you know, potograph. Yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about it smearing. Yeah. Um, but he does know lots of tricks. I'm sure he'll be happy to do tricks for the kids. <laughs> I'm sure. The kids at school, they, you know, especially the well, all of them, but especially the kindergartners, they love when Comet would come and he, you know, do his tricks. Yeah. What kind of tricks does Comet do? Um, well, Comet can balance a biscuit on his nose and hold it there until I give him the oh, signal. Nice. Catches it in his mouth. He can, if I, you know, make a gun and say bang, he will fall, you know, he'll go lay down and go on his side. I love that. <laughs> um, one time in kindergarten, he'll jump through a hoop. So the kindergartners, you know, were holding, they had a hula hoop in their class. So he was jumping back and forth. <laughs> and he'll sit up, he'll sit pretty, he'll, he'll spin one way and then he'll spin the other way. Uh, it's, it's funny. Usually when, you know, I said, oh, you want Comet to do a trick and the kid's always like, can he do paw? <laughs> but he's got some other exciting tricks. So, yeah, he's a he's a well-rounded. <laughs> I did a lot of classes with him when he was a puppy. How often does Comet get to go geocaching? Well, when I go, he usually comes with me. Um, what we really like. Our favorite geocaching is would be in the woods, like trails in the woods or hiking, um, hmm. especially if there's a little stream or water because they love to go. Oh, yes. Um, parking grabs, sometimes, you know, like a couple times this week, I had to go do errands or something at, in the evening. So I had the dogs with me. I took them for a run first 
<clears throat> and then they were in the car. So I said, oh, we'll just stop and get some. He doesn't understand why he's stuck in the car. <laughs> Those ones they don't like doing as much. Yeah. They like to do the ones in the woods. Uh, well, I can't blame them. Sorry <laughs> about one of um, Comet was, I don't, I, I don't think I had the puppy yet, or I don't think I had Clementine. I think it was just Comet. So it was with a couple friends of mine and we were, it was a mountain. And so it was a, a new series of caches. So every, you know, 10th of a mile, there was caches. So there was probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 on this trail. So they were all um, peanut butter containers. Oh. The cash containers. So it's great, you know, we go on the way up. We, you know, we find, I think we must've just got the caches all on the way up and we get to the top and we stop and we had bought sandwiches or something. And so we're coming down and Comet was off leash and he's ahead of us a little ways. And I'm like, oh, look, what a good boy Comet's being. He's laying down waiting for us. Well, he had ran ahead, found <laughs> one of the cash containers, took it from where it was, uh, you know, ground zero, brought it over and was starting to try and get the, you know, the cover off the peanut butter jar because he could smell that had formerly been peanut butter. Yeah. He did not want to give that up. So we had, <laughs> we had to do a little tricky tricking them to get it back and then we you know put it back where a little bit of trading <laughs> and he did that one other time um one of my friends had a series called the little mermaid series so it one was a mystery but the other ones were all named after different characters like sebastian and flounder and in the cover of the cash container there was what um like a flounder bath toy or a sebastian bath toy those little like rubber that, that yeah. was onto the inside cover of the cash container so at each one there was a number you had to write down you know that you needed to find the the final one the mystery one well i had the cover just like on the ground next to me because i'm like either signing the log or trying to write the number i needed down well <laughs> so comic grabbed it i think it was flounder i could probably go back and look because i know i wrote about it in my log and yeah he didn't want to give that one up. <laughs> sometimes so, those bath toys look a little too much like a dog toy <laughs> so yeah he's a good boy but he's you know still gets into trouble don't we all <laughs> Well, do you have any advice for people that cash with, with their dogs? Um, sure. I would say, number one, make sure your dog has, tat, you know, identification. So yes. if you're in an area where you can let your dog off leash safely, uh, you know, if it's allowed, it's not allowed everywhere. Some, some areas they're welcome, but they need to be on leash. Um, so if by chance, they do get lost or separated from you. There's some information on there. Um, usually if I'm in an area, I, he wears his orange vest, even if it's not hunting season, just because it makes it easier for me to spot where he is. 
he stays pretty close to me, but my other one, Clementine, she likes to um, explore a little more before <laughs> back in. So I usually can kind of scan and, and pick out the orange a little quicker than, you know, the deer colored dog out in the woods. Yeah, that's a great, great tip. And water, make sure you bring water for them, especially if you're, you know, you're out, uh, you know, a little collapsible bowl or something so that if they get too hot running around in there, their adventures, they'll, they'll be hydrated. Warning, this part of the show contains spoilers for the cache that is about to be discussed. Well, every week here we do the cash highlight, and yeah. you have graciously agreed to do this with me. And the cash that you chose was called Simon Says, correct? Yes. yes. Cash ID GC5PTYV, difficulty three, terrain two. The description reads, this is a multicache based on the 1978 electronic memory game, Simon. In order to solve and log this cache, you must do what Simon says. Please bring three AA batteries with you. At one of the stages, you will find the combination to a lock along with the coordinates to the next stage. Please make sure to write that combination down. Once you reach the final stage, you will look for a birdhouse. Undo the latch with the combination and swing open the face of the birdhouse to reveal the game. Insert your AA batteries and the lights will begin to blink. Press any button to begin the game. If the sun is shining directly on the buttons, they may be a bit dim. Putting your shadow on the buttons will help. Simon will flash a random single light. You must copy what Simon does and press the same color. Each time you successfully copy Simon, it will add one new color to the end of the sequence. When you successfully complete the 10th sequence, the lights will flash and the combination to access the log. The combination sequence repeats, so you don't have to worry if you miss it the first time. So tell me about what, what is this one? What does Simon Says? So Simon Says um, is put out by a cacher who has, he has actually quite a few great gadget type caches. And this is one of many he has, Simon Says. So it is not only a gadget cache, it is a, a multi, multi-cache. Oh. So it is in an apple orchard. So Comet did come with me to that one. I think both of them, yeah, Clementine too, both of them. And there may be the picture of that one in the book of the, the final stage. So you, at the beginning of the apple orchard, you, the, the cache coordinates, there was information for the next stage, coordinates for the next stage. So I think there was maybe like four or five stages throughout this apple orchard that you okay. would walk through and you would search and find, it may have been on like little dog tags, the, the coordinates were embossed in little dog tags hanging oh. in, most of them were dog tags. It was a couple years ago that we did this one. There was one little red herring in there along the way. So we had to do a little backtracking to get the correct information to continue on to the, next, the next stage, which was fun. And then the final stage um, <clears throat> was a Simon Says type game. Like the game back in the 70s, 80s, Simon, 
the uh, the one with the four colors. Right, and it would it would flash a sequence, and you would have to flash the sequence. So this game, you had to do the sequence, maybe up to like 10, 10 flashes of different colors, um, and then wow. once you once you got the sequence sequence correct, the cash container opened, and then there was the log to sign. So that was kind of fun because it was a combination of, it was a beautiful place to walk. We were there, um, it wasn't during apple picking season, but it was spring or summer. So it was, it was, it was nice to walk in that time of year. Um, and then uh, the fun of having the game to do at yeah. the end, to get to the log. So that's, that's one of my favorites. That sounds like a pretty interesting one. Yeah, and that's in um, <clears throat> central Massachusetts. Yeah, that one. So we had to drive a little bit, hour, hour and a half to get to that one. But it was worth it. <laughs> sounds like it. Definitely sounds. I, I love those creative caches. And, and it yeah. took you, it sounds like it took you to a beautiful place. Yeah. And gave you an awesome cache. You got the best of both right there. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. And dogs and, you know, <clears throat> and that apple orchard, they also had, I don't know if they still do, but they had like a story walk there. Oh. Pages of a book. And it was like a book about, I think it, I didn't look real closely, but it was like about apples or growing apples. Or related really, yeah. apple orchard. So that was another nice little highlight there. And that's that cute. Page. And then the dog tags just seem so appropriate for, for Comet geocaching. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a good one. I'll have to go back there. It's still active now, that cache, so even though we did a few years ago. If I ever make it up that way, I will definitely have to check right, that I one out. I got lots of good ones. I got lots of good ones out here. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. Good ones everywhere. You just gotta you just gotta search by favorite points to find the good ones. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. And we'll we'll have a link in the show notes to the Amazon page for Comet Ghost Geocaching for anybody that wants to check that out. Uh, I have a copy myself. It is I love it. It's so cute. My son wants to, in his words, quote, judge it. Oh. <laughs> for this for the podcast oh all right give That's a review he, he wants to his words are judge it um tell him comet wants to meet him someday <laughs> comet wants to meet all the kids well yeah <laughs> um, he likes grown-ups too but he loves the kids the most well i can't blame him i guess kids probably get a bit more excited than a lot of the grown-ups do yeah. Well, thank you, Amy. I'm really excited to uh, finally get to talk to you and yes about Comet. Thank you so much for doing it. So Bubby was very excited to read you the first couple pages of the book and give you his review. So here's that, and I hope you enjoy it. My name is... Can you help me with the name? Comet. Comet. I am a golden. 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 Retriever. Retriever. One of my favorite things to do is to go geocaching. What is G? 
geocaching it's an outdoor treasure hunt very good so we just read comet goes geocaching what did you think I think it was the best book in my life. The best book and of I your life. And I loved it. And it, and one thing that I really liked about it, like when you add all of the details and how you told us about all the things you Golden Retriever likes to do. That he likes to do with his geocaching. Yeah. So you like the book? Yes. Okay, so let's rate it five paws out of five paws. So you can rate it anywhere from one, two, three, four, five. We're going to do paw prints because of Comet. How many paw prints do you give the book? Five being the best. Five! You give it five paw prints? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Comet will be so happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers. It is full of articles and photos all sent in by geocachers like you. In fact, some of the guests that you've heard on this show have submitted articles to Geocacher Magazine. They have all kinds of neat stuff and publish achievements that are sent in by geocachers. So if you have an achievement you want to celebrate, send it in and they will add it to the magazine. It is really cool. I recommend it. I subscribe to it myself and I love it. Go check it out at ftfgeo.com. That's ftfgeo.com. And let them know Shadow Dragon 1 sent you. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a topic you'd like to hear more about? Let me know at geocacheadventures.org. Go over to the contact page and you can send me a message there. It has the podcast email that you can email me to. Or you can reach out to Shadow Dragon 1 on geocaching.com. Geocacheadventures.org also has a store page now. You can go over there, geocacheadventures.org, and click on the store page in the menu bar and check it out. Got some great stuff over there for you.